Log Talk Radio. Sunbury Press Authors Interview. I'm Van Carter. This interview will be transcontinental. I am in the central time zone of the USA, while my guest is in Milan, Italy. So please forgive us ahead of time uh, for any time legs that may occur as we converse. The book is Happiness is in the Kitchen, published by Brown Posey Press, an imprint of the Sunbury Press universe. It's really a small history book about French cuisine and its evolution into what is now known as Nouvelle Cuisine. The author is Giulio Alberoni, who is a longtime food writer and culinary historian. Buongiorno, Signor Alberoni. It is so nice of you to give us some of your time. Buongiorno. <laughs> I'm very happy to, hear, uh, to be here with you. <laughs> I must confess, before reading your book, I knew nothing of any of this. You have caused me to be now at least conversant on this subject. Your book, although small, is very easy to read and understand. Oh, I'm happy. This is um, I, I I tried to uh, put in a few uh, pages what was the story of Nouvelle Cuisine. That is a very important phenomenon in uh, in the kitchen, because uh, it's uh, the, the the kitchen of the chefs that now are uh, very famous in all the world uh, come from that uh, that history. This is that uh, their background. But um, there's not a lot of people that speak about this because um, the history of kitchen is uh, is not very long and uh, is not very new by people. So I was very happy to write this book also because. Um, I knew very well Paul Bocuse, that was a man that uh, was one of the creators and probably uh, the most important chef that was uh, created this uh, Nouvelle Cuisine. Yes, well, we'll be talking about him uh, because, uh, after all, it's, it's pretty significant when someone is named Chef of the Century. But all of this <laughs> yeah. began... All of this began apparently. Uh, uh, I, I mean, the, you know, the the whole gastronomic thing has culturally has always been important in in Italy and in France, and and uh, the, there have been closely guarded recipes and and famous cooks and everything. But apparently, none of it really started to to become a a solidified. Uh, reality uh, until it sounded like right after World War One. Yes, exactly. Um, what happened is that after World War One, there was a a, a chef. Uh, he was from uh, southern France. Uh, his name was uh, Auguste Escoffier, um, and I think that uh, he was uh, in part uh, a very uh, very able to cook, but this was not uh, his own characteristic. The important thing in his life and it was uh, that he lived uh, near to a border. Near to the border, he was in France, but he lived near to the border of Italy, and he worked in Italy. 
And so uh, he had uh, in uh, one own person uh, two uh, traditions of cooking. And this was uh, the, the first part of his uh, being lucky. The, third, the other part was that uh, he, he was born in uh, southern France, in Côte d'Azur. And in that moment when he was born and he lived, Côte d'Azur was the most important place for holidays, for, for summer holidays in the world. And there were all the tourists, rich tourists from all over the world. So he had to, uh, he, he knew Italian cuisine, he knew French cuisine, but also he uh, had to learn how to uh, cook uh, uh, dishes that were for all the uh, countries. And um, he, he made a very big uh, work and he created uh, what we call now international cuisine. This was really international because the books that he wrote, were, there were uh, receipts from Greece, from Italy, from France. He didn't invent nothing. He just uh, uh, took uh, a little bit from uh, the best of every cuisine. And uh, this was the point of, uh, in which every, uh, everything, <coughs> everything started, because uh, he was the, the first chef, as we know the chef. Uh, before him, there were just uh, owners of restaurants and people who loved to, uh, to cook. But uh, yeah. there was not uh, really, yeah, um, a man that uh, was uh, um, the new, uh, the art of uh, cuisine. This. I'm, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try and educate our our uh, listeners here for just a minute, and, and I'm going to do some uh, some definitions of words. Uh, cuisine originally was a French word uh, for kitchen. Right. Exactly. Is is the is the the word of for kitchen? Cuisine is like uh, kitchen. Exactly. In a, if you have to translate it, exactly kitchen. Okay. And culinary is of or about cooking. Gastronomy is the practice or art of choosing, cooking, and eating good food. A gastronome like yourself is yeah. a gourmet. And a gourmet exactly. is a person with a discerning palate, a connoisseur. Exactly, exactly. Yes, yes, okay. just, it is, exactly. <laughs> just, just trying to help our, our, our listeners because uh, uh, so many of us uh, have always heard about French cuisine, but, but we, we know nothing, and that's, that's where your book has been very helpful. You talked about a <laughs> French revolution of pleasure right after World War I. And I thought you were very generous because, I mean, you're Italian, but, but you stated in your book that that was the time only France decided what was beautiful, elegant, fashionable, and even intelligent. Uh, yes, because we had, uh, I think that uh, French and in, in Italy are very similar. I'm, I'm Italian and I, I live at... Uh, uh, 300 miles from uh, the French border, and we are really brothers, you know. And um, we have, um, in, the, in the history, we have moments in which French were, was a little bit faster and periods in which Italy were a bit, it was <coughs> a little bit faster. 
and in uh, in that period italy was not very in, it was not a good period for italy and uh, french uh, was um, in french it was a good period they had a lot of uh, um tourists and they have a, a big culture they had also art uh, because picasso and the other artists were there and so everything started really started there and then uh, this moved also to italy but was uh, we 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 done what they what was started uh, in france exactly the the only the only part i i think it, it there is a little part of italy in the beginning of uh, this phenomena and it's just the fact that uh, auguste escoffier when he started uh, he learned how to uh, to cook uh, he learned in Italy because he learned in the city of Nice, and Nice at, in that period was an Italian city. After uh-huh. that, uh, uh, there was a war, and um, with um, against uh, from Italy, uh, Italy against Austria, and uh, we paid the contribution of France, the, the help giving uh, them the city of Nice. So but as you, said, as you said, as you said before World War One, there, there was just uh, it was it was un, unorganized, uh, unformed, yeah, and, and Escoffier he kind of made rules, did he not, for chefs? Yeah, he, he did rules, and also what what the most important thing is that he uh, understood that. Uh, the, the kitchen was not the, just the French kitchen or the Italian kitchen, but you can take a little piece from every kitchen to make a, what he thought was a perfect kitchen. That was a, like a melange, a mix of uh, other kitchens. The bigger part was French, but they also he had moussaka, that is a typical Greek dish, or many other things from really uh, many parts of the world, also from China and Japan. So. Uh, his, uh, he, his idea was uh, to uh, create something of international, and this was also the reason of he became famous all over the world because uh, he, he, he wrote about uh, all the kitchens that were in, this, in that period. Well, now t- uh, talk about the, the 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 women, the female involvement in this, because you mentioned more than once, and 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 your protagonist Paul yes. Bocuse uh, 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 learned under they called her uh, they called all of the women mare, like mother, yes. uh, mare Brazier. What about her? Ben Brazier, yeah, yes. Uh, Paul Bocuse, when he when he was young, uh, Paul Bocuse uh, was born in uh, Lyon. That uh, I think is one of the places where there is the best kitchen all over the world because they have a very long tradition about kitchen, and um, in the, in that city uh, the the restaurants were uh, traditionally owned by uh, women. These women uh, were called uh, mer. Mer is not the name of the lady, but means uh, um, uh, like. Um, aunt or uncle, you know, and uh, this is, um, it was a, a, a name given, given to all these owners of a restaurant, and they, these ladies were the, the teachers of the big chefs that came uh, after the period that was between the two worlds, World War One and World War Two. And uh, Paul Bocuse, uh, Bocuse uh, learned how to kitchen, to, ki- uh, to cook, um, in the kitchens of uh, La Mer Brazier, 
uh, it was uh, she had a very traditional kitchen it was not nothing of uh, innovative it was just uh, she had uh, the, the the real tradition and not international um, kitchen but uh, he had a very important technical this was uh, important for the chef because uh, it was the uh, real uh, uh, difference between uh, a, a, a good owner of a restaurant uh, to have a very good technique. And so well, I know there, these... it was very important for. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I, yeah. I was just, I was, I was struck that uh, the 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 chefs or the ones who were extremely serious about becoming great chefs uh, in their early years, they would move from place to place in order to yeah. learn yeah. and perfect the specialty dish of that region. Yes, this is a. Uh, uh, this phenomenon started in France. We didn't have this in, in Italy. Uh, chefs, when, when they uh, are young, they go uh, in different restaurants uh, to, make, uh, to, to learn. They don't, don't stay much time there, probably six months, one, one year, or also two months. It depends on the time. But it's uh, their way to learn uh, um, and also uh, what they call the philosophy of the, the chef where they go to, to learn. And this started, uh, this phenomenon started uh, exactly in Lyon. It was, uh, was there that this uh, happened for the first time. Because the mayors, the, these ladies that uh, were the owners of the restaurants, um, did this when they had to, uh, to learn how to kitchen. They didn't learn from their mothers. They went to work in the restaurants, and uh, they were not paid, and they, they just worked for free to learn. And then uh, they, when they knew all the receipts and they know how to, to, to cook them perfectly, they opened their own restaurant. Uh, you, 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 you noted more than once that Lyon uh, is, is known. Is it still known as the capital of gastronomy? Yes, it's one of. I think it's one of the. Cap- we, now we have many capitals because um, it's, it's very changed the world of gastronomy. But I think that it is uh, the, one of the, the real capitals is Lyon, much more Lyon than uh, Paris. Because you say they, that in the nineteen, are, yeah, you said that in yeah. the nineteen fifties there were twice as many excellent restaurants in Lyon as in Paris. Yes, exactly, exactly. But Lyon, they have a, a really. A, Kitchen in uh, Lyon is the most important thing they have, really. really. They love uh, cooking and eating. It's really, it's really important for them. Is the, in Milan, we have fashion, and they have kitchens. <laughs> well, if I've got this straight, uh, I'm, I'm trying to put historically put this together, that, that before World War I, there was just fine cooking, but it was, it was all pretty much the same. Everybody guarded their recipes jealously. Uh, Escoffier yes. came along and, and, and made the business of being a chef a big deal. The, the mayor, yes. like Mayor Brezier, was the, the symbol of tradition. And then, and then Ferdinand Point came around and broke the rules. Yeah, so the other point uh, was another chef uh, in uh, which restaurant uh, because uh, went to learn, and uh, he 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 created uh, really something new because uh, 
uh, after uh, Augusto Scoffier that created the international uh, cuisine, uh, Fernand Poit um, uh, made something of uh, strange or new uh, because he um, uh, put the style inside of the uh, kitchen. Uh, so he worked a lot uh, in the um, uh, what were the furnitures of the restaurant. Uh, he put art inside the restaurant. Uh, he um, created a good place to eat in. There was not just the restaurant, but was a, a, a um, extraordinary place to be. And this yeah, was they, they, uh, his idea. They made it into an art form. Yeah, exactly. They, they, he created an art, but this happened because something changed. Uh, Auguste Escoffier, the man who created the international cuisine, he just took uh, recipes from all the, over the world and he put them together. Ferdinand Point uh, invented new recipes, so he created new dishes that nobody uh, ate before him. So uh, it was a, a really uh, a different also in what he uh, uh, gave to uh, people to eat because uh, I was struck. Uh, he uh, invented he invented new new things. Yes, so I, what, I, we, I, what, what we are now eating in the restaurant is it comes directly from Fernand Pont. Well, I know he's known as the the uh, the father of modern French cuisine, but it is the post-modern cuisine that has come to be known as exactly. Nouvelle cuisine. Now, how is that different? Exactly. The difference is this: uh, uh, the Merbeuzier just uh, uh, recreated the dishes that she learned from the other mares that came before uh, before, uh, before her. Fernand Poet said uh, to himself, I have to create something new. It's like Picasso, that he, he always painted something in the, when he was young, very traditional with the faces and um, people with their own shapes. And then uh, one day he said, no, I, want to, I, I don't see this person like this. I see it like uh, something strange in lines and colors. And the same did Fernand Point. Uh, he, uh, he created new dishes just uh, on his um, fantasy. He, he liked the orange with uh, uh, tomato and he put them together, also if there was no tradition about that. So, so what is Nouvelle Cuisine? I mean, Nouvelle where does Paul Bocuse come in? Well, because, um, yes, he came in because um, he's uh, like uh, a symbol of novel cuisine. Uh, it really, really, uh, what, uh, what I think if, uh, like, as a uh, historian, the, the father of novel cuisine is Fernand Point, because he was a man who uh, understood that uh, cuisine could uh, change and it could be uh, an, an act of art and not just uh, an act of cooking and uh, reproducing uh, what you learned before. Uh, Paul was the man that uh, became the symbol of this because he, was, uh, he, he learned how to cook in the kitchens of Fernand Point and uh, uh, he uh, took this uh, new art, cuisine art in, all the, in the older world. So he was uh, like um, uh, a, a leader, I think I could say, but, but he, he, didn't, he didn't become a leader because he chose to become a leader. 
but just because uh, probably he was um, uh, he worked better than other people in communication and uh, and also he moved a lot in the world he he went to Japan he came to the United States and so he spoke about what they were doing and yes. so he he became a, a symbol of this phenomenon yes he, he, he was, was a extraordinary cook <laughs> He's responsible for the uh, the French Pavilion at the Epcot Center, uh, the Disney Epcot yeah, Center exactly. in Orlando. As you say, I he went to. A... Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. We're we're, we're going to be we're speaking at odds here because we're a few thousand miles apart. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm. Uh, uh, I, I, I guess what fascinates me is is the importance, the significance, the 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 the, the stature that that chefs have, that that cuisine has in Europe. Because here here in America, we we're uh, I don't know we 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 are we are not like this at all. But I mean, like uh, uh, Paul Bocuse, he received the Legion of Honor from the government of France. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, here in America, we don't we don't we don't recognize <laughs> chefs like that. Yeah, in 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 Italy and French, we have cuisine um, is very very important for us because it's, it's a big part of our uh, cultural tradition. I think that Pobukus had this. Uh, you you talk about Epcot Center, and I think uh, a big part of his uh, success. Was uh, is uh, is given by the fact that he was uh, the the French cook of uh, the Epcot Center Pavilion, because uh, um, in when when he became the chef there, uh, he uh, was in the place where all the world could see him. Is a very very popular because uh, this land is very very popular. All, all people can go there. In uh, normally when you go in. Uh, in an expensive restaurant, not not many people can go there. But Epcot Center was really the the center of the world because everybody could see him there. And I think this that 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 uh, experience was very very important for his career, really important. And uh, when he came back to France, yes, they they give a lot of honor to him because he he spoke about France all over the world. Well, I, I must say that some of your uh, some of the imagery in in your book uh, was quite wonderful. Uh, speaking of <laughs> World War II and the Nazis, you write yeah. uh, quote uh, the underworld of Dante Alighieri seemed to spread into the real world, gushing from the subsoil, invading every corner of the old continent. All color disappeared. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank. I, I see it like this. I I I didn't see the World War II. Like when uh, I I heard people talk to me about that, I think it was uh, was like this. We I am now I'm uh, in Milan here, and sometimes I see in the buildings arrows that go um, in the windows on the on the. Um, near the floor in the buildings and there was a place where people go when there was bombing and so there's something that we still live in some part we have uh, our history that uh, from the roman time to the the nearest history is uh, here 
uh, still with us in this uh, terrible period of World War II. I think it was, uh, I think the worst thing uh, we never had really, really, it was uh, really terrible. So I think that's it. I, I don't know how we, we gave, came out from that, but uh, I'm really happy that this happened. Well, uh, you know, and, and Paul Bapuz, aside from being being a, a, a famous chef for Nouvelle Cuisine, being getting the Legion of Honor from the government of France, he also got uh, he also got a war medal because he was he was seriously wounded in uh, fighting with the Free French. So because yeah, okay. he was wounded, okay. because he was wounded, he was not with his unit when apparently it was virtually wiped out by the Bosch. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, this is a. It's a uh, he talked me about that. It's not a, a thing. Yeah, I, I think he never told this uh, to anybody because uh, it was very um, dramatic for him. It was very. Um, he 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 cried when he talked about this because uh, he said to me that he had uh, a lot of days when he knew about his uh, what happens to the other guys that were with him uh, that were all killed and. Uh, this was terrible for him, and he, he he stayed many days without speaking because uh, it was shocking, really shocking for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I imagine that 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 the 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 uh, taking off point for you and for and for writing this book was was that that he died just in January of this year at the age of ninety one. Yes, exactly. It's like he he died. Uh, he had a long life and he he did many things really uh, he was a was a special person because he um, understood uh, every uh, era he in the last part of his life he um, created uh, the little bistro and also fast food with his uh, dishes he made uh, his uh, own hamburgers and uh, I think this is really, really incredible for a man that was 90 years, uh, 90 years old, to uh, understand so so well the era in uh, which he lived. Also, he was old, and yeah. so he, he did really something um, incredible for me. Yeah, exactly, because he really um, lived every year of his life. He's uh, like he was young. Also, if he was old, it's strange to say this, but <laughs> well, I'm I'm interested in the fact that food is so important uh, over in your area that you noted yeah. specifically when and where certain dishes were created. I mean, you mentioned chicken Kiev was invented in Milano by uh, Gualtieri yeah. Marchese. Yes, and, and and you mentioned that, uh, and and you even give some recipes in your book, uh, the yeah. fricassee of chicken and champagne, and and uh, the the uh, the famous uh, Bocuse uh, uh, Elise truffle soup, Elise truffle yes. soup. Yes, Elise is the, the palace. It's like the White House in the United States. It's where the president lives. Uh -huh. And he created that, that soup for the president, uh, just can understand. Um, because, uh, yeah, the French government uh, uh, wanted uh, to, they, they love 
very much uh, uh, what they uh, what are the characteristics so fashion cuisine and uh, this is I think is one of the best things that French have because uh, uh, they um, give uh, uh, they help very much all their culture and so uh, uh, Paul was called to create some uh, dish for the for the president, and this well, this dish is still in his restaurant. It's one of the his famous dishes. It's really good. I, I ate the, I ate it. And um, um, the the other dishes you talk about were um, made uh, by Gualtiero Marchesi, that is uh, was a uh, um, big friend of Paul He was uh, uh, Italian. Um, and he was uh, the, the the most famous Italian chef of Nouvelle Cuisine. Yeah. He uh, he worked uh, for um, for a while also in the restaurant of Povacuz. And uh, the reason I put some uh, recipes in my book is because um, I, I I tried to uh, recreate. Uh, the atmosphere of being uh, with the chef. When when I was, I, I made many interviews to the to the chefs. Also, the best I I, I made was this with all the chefs that have, have the history of cuisine in the. Uh, and um, I, I give the recipes uh, because um, the recipe is the uh, form of art. And so if I just um, wrote uh, uh, their lives, uh, it I didn't give a part. Uh, an important part of the work. Uh, I cannot uh, give the the dish to to taste in the book, but I can uh, write the recipe and and try to uh, write uh, the way the chef uh, taught me about that recipe. And I oh, you, uh, this was you said um, a yeah, you said a really nice scene more than once about the 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 chef. Uh, you know, uh, shaving the truffles and and the and the aromas that that started to uh, waft through the through the entire area, and finally uh, he turned around and realized the entire staff had come over to to watch yeah. because they were attracted by the by the wonderful odors. Yes, because this was what happened when I was there. So I tried to put it in words. It's the uh, huh. Is uh, is to is uh, I I wanted to create like a um, uh, a movie of that of what I lived in that moment and uh, I I I I looked for the right words to uh, to write this. It, it's difficult because when uh, the kitchen is something about taste and uh, smell, and it's difficult to put it in words. So, but I try to de- describe it. So, and this uh, is what I really lived in that moment. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You did a nice job. <laughs> uh, my guest, my guest has been Giulio Alberoni, a professional gastronome and culinary historian. Thank you, sir, for teaching us about French cuisine. I bid you arrivederci. Arrivederci. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, if you, like me, are adult in the area of fine cuisine. This little book will inform and educate you, at least to the point of having a decent conversation about it all. Uh, You can find it at Barnes & Noble, at uh, Amazon, wherever books are sold. Happiness is in the Kitchen by Giulio Alberoni. This has been the author's interview. 
from Sunbury Press.